Hello, my friends, Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars. And here at JR, we are passionate about everything. You want cigars? We're passionate about Romeo, Monte Cristo, Aging Room. You're passionate about cigar cutters, lighters? We have everything. We are passionate about life here at JR Cigars and only here at JR Cigars. Did, did we get it? I'm not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? I'm out here busting my hump. I got Mike guy in here. Get this freaking camera out of the way. At JR Cigars, we're passionate about everything. Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are, Smoke Night Live. It is Friday, and uh, we got a big, big, big show. A really big show, Jordan, planned Yosh. tonight. This Yosh. is episode 333 of Smoke Night Live. We will soon be chatting with none other than Matt Booth of Room 101 Brands. We'll be uh, covering some great... We got a cool, couple cool uh, segments tonight. We're going we're gonna to open up... Uh, we got some great audience questions that we cultivated throughout the week for Matt Booth. So we'll do that in our Ask Dojo segment. segment. And then after the break, you got to stay tuned for this. If you liked the Deep Thoughts segment with Steve Saka last week, we're going to do some more Deep Thoughts. We're going to get into the who, inner psyche. Who do you think is going to be deeper? I mean... Who, I mean, obviously, I would think Booth hey, would go deeper. With his market penetration. Yeah. It'll probably be boothy, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll do some deep what thoughts. What is up with that uh, that shirt? I can't even see it almost. The the shirt. This shirt is my. Uh, Are you gonna go bowling? This, this is my Mike Brady. This is my Mike Brady shirt. I've decided to go mid-century modern from this point forward in my life. Everything Jordan. should be mid-century. Yeah, it's all mid-century. It's all mid-century from from here on out for me. Yeah, this is this is. Uh, I, I I really like. Mike Brady's parenting strategy, you know, oh, and so I've decided I'm going to just try to mimic his parenting strategy with everything. I there, Mike and Carol Brady's parenting strategy was basically like this: if their kid was getting into something, right, like say, like, oh, like Peter, oh my nose, Peter, all of a sudden he well, he wants to, he's trying to steal stuff from the uh, grocery store. Well, then they would just say like, let's just let him steal everything, and then he'll learn what an idiot he is. Right, they, that was their entire. They would make him smoke like a hundred packs of cigarettes. Yeah, too. like if that if it was in today's world, it would be like, oh gosh, Greg Brady's getting into street ecstasy. Let's just put street ecstasy all over his bedroom, and then he'll learn his <laughs> lesson that way. So, uh, so I'm basically I'm just trying to I'm trying to uh, mimic Mike Brady's uh, parenting strategy. You know, he was a, he was an architect. That's why you've been making me smoke all these cigars yes. this whole time. That's exactly it. I smoked I've... one, and you're like, <laughs> we're going to start a cigar show. Yeah. I'll jo teach you. Jordan will learn his lesson <laughs> that way. Anyways, hey, guys, um, this coin, this coin right here, can I get, can I get uh, focus on that? Oh, focus. Jordan, no. Focus. Anyways. What this, about uh, a little sexy? This Oh, sexy cam. I could totally do a sexy cam. Look at that. Yeah. E this coin. Everybody's clamoring for this coin. So what we decided to do, we've created an evil council. Evil council. And the evil council, I've been sending out. I'm not. I decided, Jordan. I'm not going to say who's in the evil council. I was going to announce Wicked it. Wicked smart. But I'm not going to say. But I can tell you this: there's now five members of the evil council, and two of those members already have their coins. And these, this evil council will be sending out these coins just ran, not, I wouldn't say randomly, but, but evilly. E in an evil way. They'll be sending out these coins in an evil way. And so if you are on the dojo so and you're evil. making the dojo verse a better place, you know, you're participating every day, you're sharing your stuff on social media, you're bringing people into the community, if that's you, then you might end up with one of these incredibly beautiful gold coins. This is the best coin we've ever done, Jordan. So cool. I love it so 
the fuck? <laughs> okay, well, uh, that got a little weird. But uh, anyway, the so the fuck? Evil Council will be sending out coins to targets throughout the summer. Throughout the summer. It's going to be a summer of coin, Jordan. That's what I'm going to call it. Yeah, uh, there's got to be a good hashtag in there somewhere. A summer of coin. Anyways, let's get... Uh, oh, by the way, Jordan, Kentucky Derby's coming up this weekend. Ooh, do you got your mint juleps, juleps ready? Because Jordan has a killer recipe on CigarDojo.com for a mint julep. Yes, go to our website if you, and if, yeah. drink it and if, love it. If but I think this time we're doing uh, Scotty, Scotty Brabrand Trinity, uh, this super white trash version oh. of the mint julep. We're going to do that. a coffee can. That's cigar barbecue. Oh, well. We're doing a cigar barbecue. All right. That's, by the way, Cigar Barbecue is uh, May 29th, Sunday, May 29th. Get your stuff ready because Cigar Barbecue, just barbecue from wherever you are and uh, share what you're barbecuing on the Dojoverse, and you might win some killer prizes from, guess who? Drew Estate. Drew Estate Cigar Hashtag Barbecue. Summer Shimmer. I like that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good, Evan Kehoe. Uh, very nice. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's get into the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen... We love having this guest as often as possible, uh, as often as the, um, the FCC will allow. Uh, folks, welcome back to the show. None other than Room 101 Brands, Matt Booth. Matt, how are you doing, my friend? You know, I thought I was having a nice time until I saw a certain coin that you were, that you were wafting about with your hand. And you, uh, you know, basically attested to the fact that this is the finest uh, coin you've ever made. Mm. But but we we <laughs> have made a coin. So we have uh, we have good. made a coin. And when I when I saw when I heard you say that, I mean, obviously, my first impulse was uh, to say, you know, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've made I'm very. I think we've made about very, six coins, Matt, and yours was one of them. And that is also a very beautiful coin. Very beautiful coin. You say that to all the ladies. <laughs> do we have that one on hand? Well, somewhere around right. here I do. I'm no, of sure. course you don't because it's not the finest one you've made. <laughs> is it Summer Shimmer? <laughs> Hashtag? Matt, trust me. Your coin has a special place right here. Right here in my mid-century lower. modern... Lower. Heart. <laughs> How are you doing, brother? Uh, let's I'm let's good, let's man. catch up. Let's catch up. Where where, where have you been? What's going you. on? I've been around, man. I've been I've been getting after it. Uh, I was recently in Oklahoma uh, yeah. uh, to support my boy Clyde at Second Street and, and my boy Todd Nafee at the Smoke Lahoma. Yeah. You know, before that, I was at Club Humidor in San Antonio for some antiques. Uh, you know, some in-house uh, promotional. Emotional, promotional, mm-hmm. and and you know, other than that, just still, you know, trying to catch up, man. The world is moving pretty fast these days, I guess. You know, at least seemingly so. Matt, I am smoking tonight. Uh, we opened this before the show started. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably uh, has a nice uh, place in your heart, right there. Um, mm. Check out these bad boys. I think this is from 2018. Fire mm-hmm. this! Mm-hmm. Fire this up! What are you smoking? I am actually smoking a prototype of the Namakubi blend in a Perfecto. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Uh, what's, what's going on with uh, Room 101 brand cigars? Uh, I've seen some, some social media stuff, some anti-gravity oh, yeah. kind of stuff. What can you tell us about the cigars that you are uh, you're pimping these days? I mean, obviously, every project builds atop the last, right? And everyone I strive to be, to create something and, and release something that is far more phenomenal, far surpasses, and is far more erotic than the one that came before. Phenomenal. You know? That's correct. That's correct. And so, you know, we're, we're on the cusp of some really riveting product releases right now, man. We've okay. Our 13th anniversary. It's going to be belovedly nicknamed the, the, the Stinky Pinky. Mm-hmm. Full pink experience. Okay. Full in the pink. All right. Fully. Okay. That's good. Fully. <laughs> so, and then you're going to have some, some really spicy, hyper-limited uh, custom projects doing with Luxury Cigar Club, some, some, uh, some cherub action. 
okay. uh, which is actually up for pre-order now. All right. Um, and, and then uh, also I have a really dope uh, private label project we are just about to release with uh, Cigar Hustler uh, mm. out of Deltona, Florida. Mike? Your friend and mine, Mike S. Stepin Cabbage. See, I can say that. I, I know how to say it. Is that actually how you say it? It's correct. Yeah. Well, I, I never want to hear that again. <laughs> I, you know, the, the, the challenge with me is like once I uh, understand that I love someone and they're in my inner circle, many times they, they get named, right? Mm. And, you know, uh, some of my friends, I, my brain has actually deleted their, their government names from its Rolodex. I don't even know who they are. Like, I genuinely couldn't show up and help them if they were in the hospital. Wow. Um, unless that's, I knew what room they were in. I could just, you know, that's harsh. One on one. It's pretty well, harsh. No, no, man, it's real because my love, <laughs> I mean, how am I supposed to call them what their mother called them, man? It's, I, I fell in love with them. I became friends with them at a different period of time in their life. Matt, and, the, and, the, the, the hair, uh, it's, 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 it's luxurious, it's, it's wonderful. How long is Would it? Would you make out with me? Um, probably. Is this what we're getting at? No, no. How long? Lies. How long? How long will you grow that hair? Is what's the, uh, what's the end game here? I think I'm going to cut it soon, but not off. Just a little, a little nip. <laughs> I've never had it. I don't even really know how to behave with it. Like I just sweat <laughs> on it, and I, every once in a while, my head itches too much. I wash it. You know. Well, that's good that you. It's good that you wash it. I mean, I don't. Uh, I don't yeah. wash my hair. Jordan. Jordan. Uh, by the way, uh, no poo. Is that a fact? It's called no poo. Jordan no. has a strategy. You just don't wash your hair. You don't. I. I, I don't follow this. Eventually, strategy. you know, it. It takes care of itself. You so, think? With so that's what natural they say. Oils. Yeah, because yeah, the oils are. It's science, you know. Oils are sprawling <laughs> of around. I don't need. Uh, I don't need a uh, hair palm anymore. Just on my own. Takes care of itself. Sprawling oils. Now, guys, Chad, 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 T. Chad, said, "What happened to the Matt Boofy coin contest when the noodles came out? It was supposed to be an ongoing contest. Like yeah. there would just it would just be contest would just keep going. Well, I guess we had the coin. We've sort of forgot. Did we fucking forget something? I think we forgot. Is to Chad calling us on our bullshit? <laughs> Good looking out, Chad. Did we did we like promise shit and then not do it? Because nah, I mean, we gave some stuff away, but it's we gave we we gave stuff away. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, but if we you, could give something all out, we I was really holding out for the hope that somebody would take that coin with them, you know, to some, you know, I don't know, Eiffel Tower or like you know, some some cool place, you know, and we wanted to see that oh, coin all over the all over the world, right? And and um, so if you have that coin. If you have yeah, that yeah, coin. Yeah, Chad, nobody Eiffel Towered that shit. What now? <laughs> huh? Touche. Yes. Um, Matt, uh, it's so huh. you've, you've, you've been doing this for a long time. You've been doing the Fuck cigar me. stuff for a long time. You've been, My you God. know, you, you spent some time with the, the Davidoff folks, and Camacho and whatnot. And, we don't and, save a D word. And all of that. And now you've kind of come back into your own. Uh, what, have, what, what have you learned? What have you learned in these last five years of kind of being out on your own? Any, anything you can uh, share with us? It is a fucking bloodbath out there. <laughs> really? Is that bad? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, I blanked for a second. Uh, no, no. I, I've learned a tremendous amount, man. I've learned a tremendous amount. Um... I've actually had the opportunity to fall actually even more deeply in love with our business in a myriad of ways. Um, it really was uh, re-sparking, if you will, re-energizing, you know? Um, and it's an interesting time to be active in, in the game. You know, it's, it's not the business that, that you or I started in, my man. I think we started around the same time, no? Yeah. Yeah, I believe... I believe we were birthed around the same time. Oh my! So yeah, but look, man. I mean, look. You guys were you guys were ahead of the game. You were the beginnings of what was to become new media. I mean, I was very uh, forward thinking on your part, right? 
You know, I don't like to pat myself on the back, but yeah, I mean, it's just but that now is. Now we're going back to <laughs> mid-sage. Going, taking it back. Taking it back. But it's been cool, man. It's yeah. been cool, you know, uh, to connect uh, with consumers in a completely different way. I mean, there are vehicles available to us now that didn't exist hmm. when I started. I mean, when I got in the game, there was a page in the back of Cigar Snob Magazine that gave brand owners uh, Twitter stats. Right, like who had the most bang in Twitter, because that was important, you know. Um, I think they still do that, Matt. They still do that. Do they? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. that actually important? I don't know. I'm just telling you. I think they still. Now they've added Instagram. I think into that into the mix. Oh, have they? I got to I got to check that shit out. I don't know. <laughs> Next time it's TikTok. Who knows? Oh dear. <laughs> the endless bevy of undulating. <laughs> You know, uh, an endless bevy of undulating. Can we get a shirt? This like, is the greatest night of that our life. That says that. <laughs> a shirt that says that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So it's so overall, it's been fantastic. Yeah. And I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. I mean, you still seem pumped about it. Now you're still, are you still doing the yeah. gin, the gin thing? Or you got your. Absolutely. Uh, okay. How's that still going? Still expanding. Still expanding, man. We're now available in eight states. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma is the most recent uh, state that we have opened. Uh, we actually just started distributing there and shipping to retail uh, about a week and a half ago at this point. Um, uh, so, you know, one by one, methodically, we we grow. It's the little engine that could, man. Right. You know? Now, any thoughts on uh, adding to that lineup with uh, another spirit? I'm far more interested in exploring artisanal uh, skin cream mm. and other ointments. <laughs> Possibly ones that squelch flare up of, of certain, uh, no, useful, uh, good for the road. Yeah. Out of, uh, I guess, uh, what is that uh, uh, invention is the, wait, what is that? The mother, uh, what is that? How's that saying go, Necessity John? is Necessity. the Necessity. darling child. Of yes. The, uh, yes. Took the thank you, Jordan. On the road. Thank, thank you. What about the, uh, the jewelry? I, I mm. always I always have a hard time saying that. Is it jewelry or ju- jewelry? Jewelry. I, I prefer to call it man jewels. Oh. Our uh, man jewels. Uh, we actually uh, back in Nordstrom uh, after a couple year hiatus with them, which we're okay. super excited about, and you know looking to you know kind of take things to the next level uh, with with some new uh, new distribution partners and. Okay. You know, it's it's not it's not really, you know, our made to order and custom program is very, very studio based. Right. That's not something that can be commercialized, really. You know, that's something that that I work directly with my uh, my clients uh, on their projects. But, um, you know, the interest is there to um, not really develop because I have the beginnings of the collection developed, but to 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 expand the distribution of a more commercial um variation of what it is that we do so that's a foot always a foot all right fantastic now matt i've interviewed you uh several times you're one of our most uh frequented uh returning guests on this particular show so i thought tonight might be a fun night uh to get some good audience questions and so i've uh curated some questions uh from our our audience this week on the dojo verse and uh here we go it's the ask the dojo actually just ask dojo segment and so i'm going to throw these at you and we'll just take them one at a time and see where and see where we go baby so uh first one uh comes from jordan this comes from uh chad t chad if you could be the lead singer for any band living or dead what band would it be Steel Panther. Steel Panther. Oh, I've, those guys are pretty funny. They're, they're, that's Look, a, man. It's a pretty funny band. I'm not, I'm not talented enough to be the singer of that band. They're, they're, they're pedigreed musicians. They're, they're professional performers. But I've been a fan of their shit since I used to watch them at, at the Viper Room under the name Metal Shop, right? Mm. And then it was, no, it was Metal, it was Metal, yeah, it was Metal Shop, and then they became Metal School. It was one or the other. And then, and then they became Steel Panther when they got their, uh, when they got signed and they've been touring the country. They, they are the living, breathing embodiment of the sentiment, the pulse, the heartbeat, 
and the philosophy surrounding our shadow army, they are uh, live musical absurdity at its finest. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, just real quick, go to a studio audience uh, from one Matt to another. Matt Hall, how are you doing tonight, my friends? You're smoking the same thing I am, I think. Yes, I am, and I'm having a gin. What's up, tonic. Matt? And hey, and up? he is drinking the With Room some... 101 gin there as it's... well. Ooh. Oh shit, our fine botanical elixir, it's Matt. So how do you good. like that? Very good. And uh, Matt, yes, I gotta ask you uh, the same question: Who would you, if you could sing, be the lead singer of any band? I think it would have to be Queen because I look. A little bit like him when I shave my beard off. <laughs> oh, there you Ooh. go. Whoa. Wow. A little uh, Bohemian Rhapsody yes. over there. All right, Jordan, what about you? What uh, what band What band would you go with? I don't know. This was, I have no answer for this. What? You don't have it? Come on. What? It's Run easy. DMC? It's easy for me. It's the Ramones. It's the Ramones. I'd be, oh, I, I yeah, would, you would do it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would do the Ramones. I'd have to grow my hair kind of like you and then hang it in my face a little bit. But I, do that's, it, bro. That's what I would do. All right, let's move on to the next question. This one comes from Stephen Wells. As someone who has pushed the marketing envelope, do you feel that some of the current attempts are possibly detrimental to the cigar community? Now, I did not bring this up. I want the record to show that I did not ask this question. Stephen Wells asked this question because I take a lot of crap, Matt, for asking this question too often. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there right now. This was not me. This was blame it all on Stephen Wells. But uh, what do you think of uh, this? Is your fault, Stephen? <laughs> what do you think so, of that question? Here's what I think I think that many people that step outside the boundaries of what's immediately considered appropriate end up becoming trendsetters and, and um, marketing disruptors, right? And that means that they, they do push the envelope. Um, whether or not some of the directions that people are taking recently in the, in the marketing uh, direction of their, their products in this category are detrimental to the industry, I suppose time will only tell, right? Um, I know that over the years there have been uh, a bevy of products released that have you know, and I think I understand what Stephen's getting at because people like to chat about this these days, right? You like to chat, <laughs> you like to have your little conversations. So, but so I think I don't want to read too far into it, but you know, I mean, there have been products that have been dressed less than traditionally, and you know, to include um, uh, illustrated art piece type uh, character art things of that nature for years. And you know, I remember. Uh, you know, and I can only speak from personal experience, but, uh, you know, I remember back in the day when we were going to drop uncle Lee and, uh, you know, this w this created a great deal of pushback because this was a very kind of, uh, animated jovial, uh, product that was, that was actually dressed in something that resembled a, a cereal box. Right. Mm. And, uh, you know, we did not release that because there was a tremendous amount of pushback, right. We wanted to respect our boundaries and, and the opinions of some of our retail partners, um, which, you know, following that, I've seen a thousand different. Now, by the way, Uncle Lee was the shit. Nothing has ever come close to the magnitude of what that would have been. Number one, that was the magnum opus of all this shit in combat. OK, but what I will say is I've seen hundreds of products that carry the same uh, I don't want to say genetic, but I guess sentiment and art direction, and nothing has happened. All right. So far, so I, I don't, I don't really, I don't know if that's an answer. It's, but that's just from personal experience. It's um, certainly an answer for sure. Is that an answer? Yes, that is an answer. That is my answer. We'll accept it. Stephen, we will are accept you satisfied with my answer? Will, yes. You better be watching the show, Stephen, because if you're <laughs> popping in here with these questions, you better be in here to, to comment. All right, let's go to the next one, Jordan. <clears throat> what do we got next? Okay. All right, other than your uncle. Hey, speaking of the uncle, Whoa. Lee. Uh, other oh, than, shit. Other than your uncle, uh, who would you say was your biggest influence in getting you into cigars? And the second part of his question, uh, Hawkeye Steve asks... And what was the very first cigar that you ever smoked? Well, in all fairness, I mean, my first cigar experiences were with my Uncle Lee. They were, you know, and, and uh, it was with him that I discovered not necessarily 
the smoking of artisanal cigars because our first cigar together and his cigar of choice for many years was the White Owl. Mm. Nothing against the White Owl. I'd smoke once a day in his honor a hundred times over. Um, But it was all about that shared moment. And that was really what first captured me uh, in terms of cigar smoking. Uh, What about other... um uh, just to just to kind of piggyback off that question, just a tad. Um, yeah. Did you have uh, when you sort of first kind of started getting into the cigar industry a little bit, like the, the very, the very sort of uh, genesis of you getting involved? Did you have uh, some some influences within the cigar industry? Other guys, other personalities, or or manufacturers, or growers, or factory owners, or anybody like that, that uh, kind of like helped push you along, or you could lean on a little bit? You know, so there, the answer's twofold, right? Um, one is I came in hot and fast, and I, although I was an avid cigar smoker, I wasn't really up on my whole brand shtickology, other than mm. I knew I was desperately in love with the Padron 64, which I am to this day. Yeah. It's very fine, uh, obviously. Um, uh, but um, everyone around me uh, influenced me. All, all the guys that were in the mix at the time, uh, John Huber, uh, Jonathan Drew, uh, Alan Rubin uh, over the years. Um, actually, all three of those guys over the years have been uh, not only dear friends, but sources of support and um they have mentored and, and, you know, not, I mean, not like uh, on an apprentice level or anything, but if, but if I, if I feel like I need to call in a, a lifeline, mm. uh, it would probably be one of those three guys that I called. Can you remember, can you remember the first time um, uh, meeting Jonathan and what were your sort of thoughts? I mean, he's obviously, he's a extremely interesting guy. He's also extremely intelligent. He's super smart. He mm. remem- he remembers little details uh, but can you oh, yeah. can you kind of remember yeah. like what you thought well, of him remember, the first time? I remember meeting I remember meeting him at my first trade show uh, in 2009 in New Orleans, and I was very enamored with all the guys that were in in mm-hmm. brand ownership position uh, because quite frankly that's what I was striving to achieve. I was looking to make my mark in in the category, right? And these guys were mark makers, you know, that was their trade amongst many other things, right? Um, uh, but I definitely, he, he made a lasting impression and over the years, you know, um, you know, over the years, obviously we've gotten a little closer. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I remember meeting him. All right, Jordan. I, I remember him uh, coming oh, into, uh, sorry. uh, uh, Drago's when I was shoveling, uh, garlic oysters into my mouth and, and chatting <laughs> us up at the table from him. I remember that vividly. <laughs> Shoveling oysters into your mouth. I, I like that. All right, let's go to the WB's, the WB's question. Uh, who do you think I is telling the truth, Johnny Depp or Amber Heard? <laughs> Look, I'm going to have to side with my man Johnny. I think he's been through so much. And he's a, a beautiful, beautiful weirdo. And, <laughs> and from one weirdo to another... Because weird does recognize weird. I'm, I'm pulling for you. Uh, I'm pulling for you, Mr. Depp, and, and I hope you make it out of this uh, with your paper. Have you been following that uh, closely at all, or? I just get the memes. I feel like memes in general help me achieve an understanding of what's really going on in the universe, uh, both politically and otherwise. Mm. So I understand there was some uh, some poo poo stuff that uh, happened <laughs> and, and some other things. You know, uh, so I'm pretty much I know what I need to know. You know, right. She's a bed shitter. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. I think we have one more from the audience, Jordan. Um, the perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich. What type of bread, jelly type, nut butter, crust on or off? Are you cutting it down the center? Are you making triangles? Uh, any other special add ons? How does Matt Booth create? The perfect peanut butter jelly sandwich. Thank you, Quinn Loads, for that question. He's loads of fun. Now, I'm not going to triangulate. I don't triangulate a fucking sandwich, all right? I don't do it. I don't do it. I won't do it. But what I will say is I like hearty substance uh, to my sandwich. I would even apply some butter. Like, if I'm going to go the distance, I would lay down a thick layer of butter so I could get that fatty goodness and decadence along with, I would say, a chunky peanut butter. I was going to ask. Uh, yeah. 
If it was, I'd it would put, be I'd smooth or peanut butter in it, chunky. man. I would. I would. <laughs> I, I, I sort, Matt. I sort of, uh, I sort of like fade in and out over the years. You know, I go through like a chunky peanut butter stage. Then oh, I kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. get sick of that, and then kind of go to it the creamy for a while. Then kind of fade back to to crunchy after a while. You know, it's kind of one of those. It's almost like it's almost like dark cigars in the winter and and lighter cigars in the summer. You know, like it's kind of it's a seasonal thing. Well, variety is the spice of life, my man. <laughs> now, I for sure don't cut the crust off, Jordan, because that's where you get all the flavor. No, you can't do you that. Can't, you can't cut the crust I, I don't off. Know about, I don't know about the crust containing the flavor, uh, but I, I would eat it. I think as a younger uh, lad, I would have removed some of the crust. Oh, yeah. I would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I think maybe it's just out of just uh, sheer laziness. That I would not. <laughs> yeah. Sheer laziness. I don't do yeah. the PB&J at all. It's, no, you don't? It's gross. What? No. I like peanut butter in things, but not. I don't like oh, peanut butter. God. What is wrong with the youth of today, Matt? I don't even know if I'd comment Sorry. for that. <laughs> Just, uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to absorb that. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Over time. Well, hey, I got to thank the, uh, the studio audience for those amazing questions. We kind of hit pretty much all over the gamut there, Jordan. Um, when we come back from commercial break, we're going to dive deep into Matt's skull and uh, get his psyche with some deep thoughts. It's going to be absolutely incredible, so make sure you do stay tuned. But, folks, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands, such as Romeo and Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines, like the Drew Estate Nightshade, or the limited edition Alec and Bradley Wagyu. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today at JR Cigars. One of those cigars, Matt, we released together, you and I, the Noodles with JR Cigars. Back in the day. That is correct. And that's where you got that coin. That is correct. Yeah. Good times. Good times. The coin. <laughs> All right, one Matt. of the finest. Yes. Oh, no, without question. It was one of the most interesting uh, cigar releases of all time. This is episode 333 of Smoke Night Live. That's uh, a cool number. We are, yeah, it is. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. cool number. Uh, we're chatting with none other than Matt Booth of Room 101 Brand. We've had Matt on the show many, many times. They've got, he's got all kinds of stuff coming up, he, which he discussed in some detail at the beginning of the show. But what we'd like to do now, Matt, is get into some deep thoughts. We're going to do so some deep, deep thoughts with you, baby. Oh, the, my. This, this, I think yeah, we, don't we have, another, we have another graphic, Jordan? That's delightful. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have. Look uh, at this one. This, one. <laughs> this is even better. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, Look at that beautiful thing. Now, what we, what the, the point of this segment of the show, Matt, is these questions are very deep and philosophical. And maybe we'll end up on rabbit trails. Maybe we won't. Who knows? I don't, even, I don't know where these will take us. But we're going to find out. All right. Let's do it. You ready? Matt, are humans obligated to better themselves? I mean, look, man. Obligation is a funny word, right? I think that if you're not some complete lazy piece of shit, you would be compelled in some way to leave the world a better place as what you found it and to build yourself up uh, to being a better person than you were in a previous chapter of your life. Are you obligated to do so? I don't know. Um, I guess that's something that will be left up to the, the energy of the universe to make the final call. <laughs> now, but Matt, if... If nobody obligated oh themselves, God, if nobody obligated themselves, the world would be a less good place. Am I, am I right? Okay. Well, if people were not compelled to better themselves, and I think if, I mean, I feel obligated to better myself consistently, but that's part of my own genetic makeup, right? That's part of my personal construction. Some people may not feel compelled to do so. How do you, how do you make sure, Matt, that you're, you're constantly bettering yourself? Do you do, you, 
Do you do you, do you track it? Do you say do you have goals? Do you have aspirations? Or do you just let it happen? I let it ride, man. But that's my personal method. You know, I probably should track it. Probably do a lot better if I set some goals. You know, um, but uh, but I allow I I allow things to kind of fall into place as I charge forward. Do you do you feel good about where you are right now in in Matt Booth's life? Oh my man, I'm grateful to be where I am today. You know, and in the headspace that I'm in today,、um, I wish I could have discovered、uh, you know this mental position ten years ago. You know, but、uh, we're here now, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. This is this might be one of the most tricky questions, Jordan.、Ooh. That we've had、mm. on deep thoughts because、mm. there really is something to this question. It's it's super easy to just write it off, like when you hear it, but when you really start to dive in and think about it, it's much、mm. much deeper than you think.、So、Are you ready, Matt? I am so ready. All right, here it is. Deep thoughts. What is beauty? What is not beauty? Can you not find beauty in every granule? Grain of sand that caresses the underside of your foot as you walk the beach—is some of this not beautiful to you? I think beauty swarms around us on a daily basis. If you stop to look around, I think that you would find、uh, beauty is ever present in our world. Does, do do you think that there needs to be things that aren't? Beautiful to be able to understand what the beautiful things are, or、oh, is just everything is everything beautiful? No, man. You cannot have light without darkness, and, and vice versa. You know, you can't have beauty without the ugly, right? When you when you look at a piece of art, right,、mm-hmm. and you look at a piece of art, fine art or whatever,、mm-hmm. is there some things that are objectively Beautiful about certain types of art, or is it all, or is it, it all subjective? I think it's subjective, man.、Huh? Because one man's trash is another man's treasure. Do you collect any art? I have some art. Yeah, I have some art pieces in the house. I like to collect things from people that I know.、Uh, I like to own art by you know people、uh, that I personally know. Uh, which I'd say probably, I don't know, ninety percent of what I own is is done by somebody that I know. Do you, do you do you do you collect it as an investment, or do you collect it just for your own self gratification?、Uh, just because I like it, you know. Yeah, I mean, art is definitely a great investment, but what you're saying is you don't even think of that. Like that doesn't cross your mind. You just like it personally. Yeah, and I mean, I suppose. Someday I could make some money off of what I got, but that's not why I have it.、Mm-hmm. I have it because it, it it pleases me. Yeah, I, I like that strategy. I think that art is something that is very personal.、Um, being an artist myself, you know, thinking that I I do that kind of thing, like I I pretty much agree with what you're saying there. All right, last one. Deep thoughts for Matt Booth. Oh shit! Here we go. How am I doing, by the way? You're doing great, man. Matt, how does one now? This is this is like life coach kind of stuff, baby. Somebody comes to you and they say, "Matt, how does one find purpose in life?" In the butt, <laughs> deep, deep inside that Duke shoot, you will find your purpose. Whether you're plowing in or or receiving entry, you will understand your purpose very quickly. Well, I, you know, Jordan, I knew, I knew going into this that I was going to need this. This ginormous bottle of Old Forester. Is that a fucking handle, bro? It is. It is. It's a handle of it. Yeah, look at that. That's some good stuff、okay. right there. Okay.、Uh, you know. I'm glad to have inspired that. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Deep thoughts with Matt Booth. Matt, thank you for that.、Uh, Do you, Matt? Do you have? Do you like、um, me and Jordan and Matt when we're here in the studio? We always talk like you got like small talk and you got medium talk. And you got like large, big talk, you know, like deep, deep thoughts, deep topics. When you're with like your wife or your friends or that kind of stuff, where do you like to to live? Do you like it? Do you like being in the small talk? Do you like being in the medium talk? Do you like being the big talk? 
I'd like there to be substance, man. But I'll go, I'll go with whatever conversation there is, right? And I think, you know, there's an art to that, obviously. And you don't want to push too hard. You know, some people don't want to, don't want to go into the deep end of the, you know, the pool, right? So you don't <laughs> want to push them in, you know? Yeah, I, I, I always feel like, you know, there's certainly something about big talk, deep, deep thoughts, deep topics that it's almost like we need those at least not all the time, but like every now and then a couple times a month, it's almost like an emotion. Like, you know, when you laugh like really, really hard and you're, you're kind of crying and you feel like you had this emotional release, you know, that's kind of the same thing you get when you have like good, deep, deep conversations. There's something about humans. I think that we need some of that. So sort of those deep topics at, at times. It's therapeutic, man. Well, what is it about? They always come out when you're around the fire. <laughs> Just what is it about staring at the fire that gives that way to these deep conversations? Well, it's the it's man's red flower, right? Isn't that what they called it in the Jungle Book? It's yeah. man's red flower. Yeah, it's the most powerful thing that they could ever imagine. Was fire? Louis Prima. Right? <laughs> yeah, fire is. Deeply, I mean, look, fire will, you know, erase lands in seconds, right? Just without any limitation to its power. So maybe it somehow feeds off of that, right? There is something mesmerizing, right? When you're looking into the fire. Yeah, man. And you can't get too close. I mean, look, look at Spock. He went into that, that room with the <laughs> dilithium crystal and he, you know, he adjusted that shit up and, and they got out of there. But he, even Spock didn't make it out of that room because he was too close. Are you a, are you a, are you a Star Trek guy? Not really. No. But I did like Wrath of Khan. Because <laughs> Khan was a pimp. Uh, John Marzella like has a, a question here. All right. Uh, Last from... cigar, you're going to smoke on Earth. Past, you can smoke with anybody past or present. Who are you going to smoke that cigar with? All right. Oh, it's a who thing. Yeah. It's the who. And it can be anybody. Anybody. Rick James. Rick James. Wow, how come? <laughs> Fucking Rick James, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that answer. Hey, Matt, I've noticed, you know, uh, Guy Fieri. Uh, he's a good yeah. buddy of yours. He's in the industry now. Um, he he's, he's doing a cigar with Eric, the uh, Absolutely. knuckle Fantastic. sandwich. Uh, what's your relationship to Guy Fieri? How, how are you and him connected? Uh, so we met through a mutual friend. Uh, this was right around the time that he had just won his first competition cooking show, right? That kind of initially set him on this trajectory, right? And, uh, you know, uh, our friend Jot, uh, he told me, he said, hey, man, I, I know I have a, a dear friend that I think you guys, for some reason, I'm compelled to introduce you. I think you would really dig what you do and you guys would hit it off. I think you guys would, you know, seem like you would, you would connect and, and, uh, enjoy each other. So, uh, he threw us on the phone together and, and, uh, we've been at it ever since, man. What do you, you know, I mean, I've talked a lot about this and, um, mm -hmm. he's, this is just a great thing for the industry as a whole. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Guy Fieri was, is one of the most recognizable, you know, uh, celebrities, on the planet, like pe when people line up to talk to this guy, I mean, it's they, crazy. he's, it's, it is, it's amazing. And to have him in the industry, I, it's just good for, it seems like it's just good for everybody. Right, Matt? Agreed. Well, and look, man, I, I was very, very, it was very heartwarming to see him popping up in shops with Eric and, and actually putting in the work. The one thing, I mean, one of many things that I know about guy over the years is that if he puts his name on anything, he's going to be deeply involved in it. And he's probably one of the most connected people you'd ever meet to his fan base. You know, he, he wants to he wants to touch them. He wants to be available to them. Um, and I think that that speaks volumes about the way he approaches, you know, his business and why he is where he is today. Yeah, no doubt. Do you uh, obviously he's known for, uh, you know, being chef and whatnot. Do you do you cook, Matt? What's what's your what's your, if you did cook? What's your specialty? Absolutely not. Is, is, no, you're not a... No, nothing. I almost <laughs> killed myself with a crockpot incident. This was a couple years back. I got to hear this. I, I just... Yeah. Well, I mean, you should have my wife tell you the story because she loves to bring this shit up. You know, I do other things really well, 
you know, and this is kind of where I, I'm like, I can't do everything. And so I'm just going to leave the cooking to, you know, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 I got it. At some point, I'm going to have to have your wife tell us the uh, crockpot. Oh yeah. Story. She should come on and, and tell the crockpot incident. I mean, it was, she, she enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> What what do you do? I know I know you're into skateboarding, right? I'm into skate. Mm-hmm. I was. I don't do it anymore. I I'm a little old and 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 rickety for that. But uh, what are some of your other you know other hobbies that uh, that you, I know you're into cars and stuff. What, I am. What are some other things that kind of get you going besides besides cigars? Cars. I really dig tattoo, man. Uh, not that I get. Well, I I have tattooed a couple folks, but in no way, shape, or form would it be considered a professional fashion. Um, just more for the kicks, right? So, uh, but I enjoy collecting tattoo and, and I have a, a great deal of friends in that, in that business. And, and I've, uh, you know, it's kind of like an industry adjacent cat watched their whole world evolve over the last 25 years, you know, uh, which has been very intriguing and lessons learned that I think, uh, maybe covertly and slash or overtly. I applied to my journey in brand building myself. Would you ever, like, uh, with tattoos and, and, and folks that are really into it, there's a limited amount of real estate, you know, on, That's your, correct. on your body. We're running out. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful uh, about, you know, not taking up too much room with something that, you know, like, do you, do you sort of plan it out as you go? Like, I'm thinking about, I'm really thinking about this area right here. Like, what would I want? Like, you got to kind of figure out in advance. Like, uh, would you ever get a face tattoo? No. No? No, man. No face. No face, man. I'm old school. <laughs> See, I, I actually, that's the, that's, I actually did that. And I got an exact face tattoo of my face oh, on shit. my Full face. Oh, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, can't it's tell. Cool. It's, a, it's, it's beautiful work. It's incredible. What's the, uh, what, what's the one tattoo that you're sort of like the most jazzed about that you personally have? Uh, I mean, I, I have a tattoo for my mom I got uh, back when I was in the Marines. Probably one of the more special tattoos I have. Um, I have a little portrait of a guy that I got recently. I had been wanting to get it for a long time. Uh, now, what, um, how did I, I, sh- I saw the pictures of you showing him that. Yeah. How did a yeah, yeah. guy react to, to the fact that you had a oh, tattoo he, of him on it your It was spot? funny, right? Because we were kicking it, and I pulled his son, Hunter, aside, and I said, look, man, I need you to do some video work for me, and I got to show you something so you understand what you're going to be capturing. So I showed him. He's like, oh, fuck. So, but Guy didn't know what I was going to show to him, and you got to understand, I'm not going to put anybody I, you know, in, in a position of compromise or expose them, especially someone that's as skylined as, as uh, my friend. However, I wanted authentic uh, you know, I want an authentic reaction. So you could tell the, the buildup, there was a little bit, I think there's a little bit of hesitation. Like what the fuck am I getting into right now? (laughs) You know, uh, documented, you know? Um, but he, I think he really dug it. He said he's actually had, uh, the foo, uh, tattooed on him for years, actually right there. He said that it's tattooed on the inside of his arm. Wow, I didn't know that. That's that's he's a big big brand believer, man. Well, so was he he's ca- also been, when he saw it, was uh, he was he pretty blown away? What did he say? Oh yeah. No, he he was flipped out. He's like, Man, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it it was fun. It was fun though. It was cool. All right, Matt, I think I asked you this uh maybe a few years back. <clears throat> I'm gonna ask you again now. What do you how do you see yourself in ten years? What's uh, not not the near future. I'm talking 10 years down the line. You're still going to be in the cigar industry. You're going to be retired. You're going to be on a beach uh, drinking mojitos. Where's Matt Booth in 2032? My man, wherever I'm going to be, it's probably going to be warmer than where the fuck I am today. And I'm going to be as close as humanly possible to my family. Nice. And everything else is going to fall into place around that. You, you're a big family guy. That's great. That's one thing I love about you. You're, uh, you're a very dedicated family man. Um, and that's tough in the cigar industry, right? Though, because you there's a lot of travel, there's a lot of pull and push. You kind of have to mm-hmm. sort of, you know, kind of be this guy in the industry, this personality. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you balance all of that? Well, look, I've I've moderated that a great deal, but not in a way that negatively impacts us. You know, um, you know, I'm forever going to be responsible to our our brand's business and to our customers. Um, but you know, there are ways to be responsible. Uh, 
to your business and, and, and to the community without being on an airplane every week of your life, you know? And, um, if I can't, if I can't keep home base, um, stable, right. I'm not going to miss my son's life to build my business. I'd walk away before I did that. All right. You know? Matt, uh, speaking of that, like, um, customer identification is like a really big thing in marketing, right? Like mm -hmm. if you're, if you're the, of a Best Buy manager of a Best Buy store, mm -hmm. Uh, you should be able to notice the customers that are coming in and be able to sort of understand what type of customer that is so that you can best make the sale. How do so you think profile people? Yeah, in a way. Um, how do you define the Room 101 brand customer? Who, who is the Room 101 brand customer? What are they like? They get weird, man. They're not <laughs> afraid to get weird. They're not afraid of self-expression. They're also not afraid... Uh, to admit that they fancy some of the finer things and they're people that have some really defined uh, taste buds, whether it's for cigar or drink or wear or whatever it is that we make, you know, kind of uh, room 101 has always kind of been this obscure satellite or beacon, right? That has just slowly pulsated, undulated, Eric, mm. I think, <laughs> undulated, uh, undulated and, and drawn with, with the, the force field that it creates people into the fold, man, that, you know, you look back and you're like, man, I couldn't even imagine life without some of these people in the mix with us. You know, it's almost cosmically appropriate. How do you find is the best way to connect with these folks? You personally. Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it old school, you know, misconnections. <laughs> Okay, that was really I, good. That I was... saw you at the cigar shop, and I thought it was, you had some nice loafers. And stuff, uh, like, you know, you'd be that's into a belt buckle or something. Matt, yeah. how come Craigslist huh. is still the same as it was when it came out in like 1992? Like, it's amazing. It's never changed. Because they refuse change. <laughs> yeah. the, Craigslist is one of the only stable elements in our world. At this mm. point. Craigslist is Craigslist from 1992 as it is today. That is amazing, isn't it? feels it? like home. It feels like mm -hmm. home. All right, Matt, we've got a big trade show coming up. Uh, it's only, yeah, yeah. gosh, it's only a couple, it's only eight weeks away-ish uh, at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, the Premium Cigar Association trade show. Uh, I assume you're going? I will be there. Okay. What do, we, what do you have planned there. for the PCA as we I approach? I have a, a beautiful 20 by 20 square of, of the most sumptuous carpet. Uh, that I that I have secured right next to our boy Michael Herklotz. Oh, that's going right to be crazy! Guys from from La Polina. Those are the two that I remember that are, are nearby. Sammy Phillips. Um, Sammy Phillips. That's right, and that's my boy. And so, and you're going to have uh, I'm going to have some very interesting new products, and uh, hopefully some very interesting and spectacular news about our brand. Really, we're going to unsheath. Probably for you and some of the cool kids in the media just prior to that. But I think uh, at least I got my fingers crossed. Maybe ain't shit going to happen. Who knows? How, uh, how far in advance have you been working on this stuff? A year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, a 20 by 20 booth, that's bigger than last year. It seems like you had just a sort of almost like a table. I'm trying to remember now. I get my shows mixed I had, up. I had a 10 by 30. Oh, okay. In a so instead of long hallway of excrement, instead of long, <laughs> you're going to go square, square. I like square. I had square the year before and I fucking rocked it. Okay. I need square. <laughs> I need it. Do you, do you look forward to that show? Do you look forward to Absolutely. Do you? I do, man. I love that show. I love doing it. I love doing it. I mean, look, man, it's an investment and you know, whatever side of the fence folks are on in terms of participating, not participating for me. I want to show up in a, a nucleus of connectivity um, to see, you know, friends new and old, and and to and to show people that we're we're serious about our business, man. To to show them that we're here to stay. I, that's a big part of it, right, Matt? Is like um, you you need to uh, project to these, you know, mom and pop or even bigger retailers um, that hey, we're not just jacking around here. This, this we're we're in yeah. it for the long haul. And if you bring our product in, uh, we're going to support it, and we're going to be a partner with you all along the way. 
I mean, look, man, we're selling partnership before we're selling product. And it's critical, you know, in the craft space, if you're not, you know, if, if you're not calibrated to that uh, mindset, you're not, you know, I think you're missing the mark. Yeah, no, absolutely. Ah, I can't wait to, uh, can't wait to come hang out with you guys at the show. It's going to be a blast. I'm, I'm actually really, I got to say, Matt, I'm, I'm jazzed about this show. I know last year, yeah, I was a bit critical of it. Uh, people know that I've said that, um, but you know, time goes on, uh, time heals all wounds, whatever you want to say. I, I'm excited. I'm really, really looking forward to the show and I really want to see a rebirth and, uh, you know, get this show back to its its former greatness. I think there's some good guys involved. Uh, Josh Herbisky is super cool guy. I'm I'm jazzed about it. I hope I hope everybody is. I I feel the same, man. I feel exactly the same. I echo your sentiments, sir. Good, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt. I got to say, this is an excellent cigar. Um, I have not had any bad, right? I have not had this one, and I, 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 I tell everybody to go get it, but it's one of these ones where you're never going to be able to go get it. But it's really, really, really good. Uh, where did you say, what was the shop that had this? It was in Ventura? Or it was on Ventura uh, Boulevard? No, it was on Ventura, Ventura Boulevard, the Boulevard. Warehouse. That was a, a limited micro-batch that we made for them several years ago. Very, very good. Well, but Matt, if, if you see packaging in that vernacular, it identifies that it was a, a custom micro-batch product for someone. Right, and they're all different, so, yeah. Yeah. But, but super, yeah. super good. Thank you so much for the cigar. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Matt, I can't thank you enough for uh, taking the time on a Friday night uh, joining us on episode 333 of Smoke Night Live, my friend. Any, any uh, closing thoughts, philosophical and or otherwise, for the dojo community? Oh, my goodness, man. I don't know that I have. I don't know how I have that much gas left in the tank. I, I expended so much in deep thoughts. Yeah. I guess I just say I'm, I'm great. I love the dojo, man. It's always been um, and continues to be a phenomenal community. And you guys are obviously uh, the nucleus of that. So I appreciate you having me on. You, could, you guys could have anybody in the world on your show. Yet you choose to continue to put up with my bullshit. <laughs> And put it out on the internet, and I can't thank you enough. Then. Nah, we we love having you on. These are these are the these are the nights I look forward to, Matt. They're amazing. So uh, we really do appreciate that, folks. Uh, Wednesday, don't go away, Matt. I talked to you for a second. I'm, uh, I am here. Uh, Wednesday night on Flavor Odyssey, uh, they will be smoking and trying to find the very best pairing. The uh, shade segment, Jordan continues. Oh yeah. Uh, we will be doing the Aganorsa Leaf Shade Grown Maduro. Uh, say that three times fast, but uh, the Aganorsa Leaf Shade Grown Maduro. So try to get one of those. Try to find what you think is the best drink pairing for that cigar, and uh, that's what we'll be doing on Wednesday. A week from tonight, we were going to have the Bourbon Junkies on, but Jordan, you're going to a concert, and so is Matt. Uh, you guys, you guys are going to a concert, so I think so I think what I'm taking. Uh, Me without you's final show, or is their their uh, farewell tour? So wait, yeah. who is it? Me without you. It's one of my all-time fave bands, so we have oh, to go. Matt, you got to uh, okay. p- crank them on Spotify after we get off the show, and you'll see what they're in for. But uh, me without you. So I think, guys, I think I'm taking the week off. I kind of need a break anyways. Um, I've been sort of burning at both ends uh, lately. So, uh, But we'll, we'll still do Friday Night Herf as we normally do next Friday. I'll probably just do it from my backyard. We'll have some fun. As far as tonight goes... Get on the Dojoverse. Check into your favorite Room 101 cigars. Let's put Room 101 at the top of the leaderboard by tomorrow. Yeah, baby. Grab a Room 101 of any type. Check into it. Show off them coins. Show off those uh, Room 101 coins. Everybody, uh, do some now playing. Hashtag now playing. Maybe you're listening to me without you. Share what you're drinking. Share what you're smoking all night long on the Dojoverse. Remember, until next week, remember, never Never smoke smoke alone. alone. We'll see you guys Wednesday night. The Monte Cristo 1935 Nicaragua was one of the most highly rated cigars of the year. Expertly crafted by legendary blenders Rafael Nadal and A.J. Fernandez, this cigar was blended to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the Monte Cristo line. It is hand-rolled using all-age Nicaraguan tobaccos exclusively from A.J.'s farm. This bold cigar is bursting with rich notes of chocolate, leather, a dash of spice, and a smooth, creamy finish. Enjoy one of the finest cigars of the year right now at JRCigars.com. 